now, from the Mousecapade Studios, here are your hosts. Happy Friday, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with fellow Your Story travel guide, Margie, and with my husband, Brad. We hope and pray that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 625, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Before we get started, we'd like to remind you that the Mousecapades podcast is part of the Your Story Travel Company. At Your Story Travel Company, we can plan a magical trip for you on just about any budget. Simply email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com to book a trip or to get a free quote. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation, so contact us today. So today we're continuing our series of Walt Disney World Resort reviews, and we hope that you've been finding these helpful. We understand that it's very confusing and can be overwhelming, the process for choosing a resort in which to stay. And so we hope this series has kind of clarified some things for you. And in last week's installment, we wrapped up our reviews of the deluxe resorts by talking about Yacht Club. That's a good one. And so today, we're actually gonna switch and we're gonna focus on the moderate resorts. So Vicki, can you go ahead and share with us the one we'll be talking about today? For installment number seven today, we're gonna be talking about the Caribbean Beach Resort. We are gonna hit some of the main highlights of this and address any burning questions that you might have. Along the way, we're also gonna tell you tips and tricks of things that we found out and experiences that we've had, even recommendations that we've had from being there. Margie's gonna go ahead now and kick off the introduction to the Caribbean Beach Resort. So the Caribbean Beach Resort opened October 1st, 1988 as Disney World's first moderate resort. The hotel is themed after various islands called villages at this resort and are easily recognized by candy-colored buildings throughout the resort. The guest rooms are colorful two-story buildings on the shores of a 42-acre lake. The buildings are grouped into six villages, Barbados, Martinique, Aruba, Jamaica, Trinidad North, and Trinidad South. Each building contains 64 guest rooms and each village has its own pool, white sand beach with hammocks and playgrounds, laundry facilities, bus stop, and parking area. And if you weren't aware, there is actually a color scheme for the buildings in each village. So the building and roof color schemes are as follows. Jamaica, it's yellow buildings with a sky blue roof. Aruba are pink and purple buildings with aqua roofs. Barbados are light blue buildings with coral roofs. Martinique is coral and pink buildings with aqua roofs. In Trinidad North and Trinidad South, they're light and dark coral buildings with dark coral roofs. I knew they were colorful. I don't think that I knew that they were specific. I kind of felt like when I was there, I kind of felt that there were specific colors, you know, for each area, but I didn't know that, like you said, Vicki, I didn't realize that they were each like their own color scheme. So we've stayed in Martinique and in Jamaica. I have stayed in Jamaica. It is my favorite village. Is that the one that's next to the pool? Um, no, actually Jamaica is closer to the Skyliner. Oh, okay. We were not there during the, when the Skyliner was open. We liked that it was really close to a bus stop and that it was far enough from the pool, far away from the pool, but close enough to the pool at the same time. Like 
We just really like the placing of Jamaica. And now that it's the closest to the Skyliner, that one is for sure my favorite. Well, we used to request Martinique and I believe we stayed in there twice. And I'm trying to think, is it Barbados bread that we got put in one time because we were supposed to be in a preferred room, but then they didn't have us in a preferred room. They were gonna put us across the lake. So Martinique's here are you know, like on one side and then you got Old Point Rail in the middle and then I believe it's Bar Barbados, but I could be wrong. Yeah, because Aruba is the other one across the, the, the lake is Aruba. Oh, okay. We really liked it. It was on the corner and we had two windows. So they kind of made up for the fact that we were in the wrong room to start with. So that was all, that was nice. And uh, the one thing that we know that Joey always loved was he would claim a hammock as soon as we arrived. <laughs> And he would just go out there if we were there at night and lay in the hammock and uh, look up at the fireworks that were being shot over at Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. So this resort is very spread out and large. It can easily take 15 minutes to walk from the farthest room to the main building, which is Old Point Real that I was talking about before. And the main hub of the Disney Skyliner is now located there, which is south of the Jamaica Village, like Margie was just saying which makes the Caribbean beach a prime location due to its easy access to both Epcot and to Hollywood studios via the Skyliner. And when the fireworks come back, if you didn't already hear me say that, that's definitely a good resort to be at. Caribbean beach is also next door to Disney's Riviera Resort. Guests in the Martinique village can easily walk to the Riviera to take advantage of the Skyliner station located there as well. Um, and we found out from Margie's friend Pamela when we were interviewing her, that they walked over there thinking maybe they could use that pool, but unfortunately that is not the situation. You can only use the pool at your own resorts unless you're at beach and yacht club because those are combined and they share a pool. The centerpiece of the Caribbean beach resort is it's 45 acre lake barefoot bay, which actually looks like a barefoot. That's why it's called barefoot bay. And I didn't realize that till I was helping Pamela on her trip and I sent her a map of Caribbean Beach Resort and I was like, that is a barefoot. <laughs> so, Can you tell it from the Skyliner? Cause I've rode the Skyliner how many times and I don't think I noticed that. I don't know if you can notice, I'll pay attention next time I go, but I don't know if you can notice from there, but you can on the map of the Caribbean Beach Resort. Gotcha. It looks like a bear, just like how Hourglass Lake looks like an like hourglass. Like an hourglass. Mm -hmm. Of course, Disney's got a yeah. be special. So it's surrounded by a 1.1 mile promenade that connects to winding paths leading to all the guest rooms and common areas. The promenade is great for strolling, jogging, and bicycling. In the center of the lake is Caribbean Cay, an island with a playground, picnic area, and lots of lush foliage. Caribbean Cay is connected to the promenade on each side by a footbridge. Which that part always scared me that an alligator could come up or a crocodile could come up. Well, they have it roped off now. They have it like the other ones. They have Barefoot Bay all netted off now because of alligators. Well, no, I knew they did on the outskirts. I didn't know they had that little island, the Caribbean K. Oh, I don't know about the island. I just know about the bay. And listeners, I apologize because I think I've said Caribbean, Caribbean. I just may say anything on this episode. I think everybody says it two different ways, so I think it's totally fine. Yeah. So then Old Port Royale, it's the main check-in and activities area. And here you'll find various eateries, shops, the concierge, bell services, the arcade, the large Fuentes del Moro pool, and that's themed after a Spanish fort. 
a water slide, wading pool, and a whirlpool. And this is also where the Barefoot Bay Marina and Bike Works for bike rentals is located, along with a bus stop and a parking area. And this all this wasn't always the check-in. Uh, when we first, the very first time we went, we got there, I don't know, Brad, it was like two o'clock in the morning because our flight got delayed. It was supposed to be like 11.45. And then by the time we took Magical Express, we might've been there by one, but no, we got there. Uh, our plane got delayed. So we got there about two or 2.30 or something crazy like that. And we went to check in and we were like, well, we'll just walk to our room. And the lady's like, uh, ma'am, I, I don't, do you know this resort? And I was like, <laughs> no. And did you go there, Margie, when the um, check-in area was at a different location? I went there when Old Port Royal was in, under construction. Is okay. that like when you guys were there? And honestly, I could not tell you where on the resort we were to check in. Like, I, did they make like a, a temporary building for check-in? It was its own entity building, like off to the side. And I never understood that, why it was so separated. And so anyway, it was way over. And she's like, honey, I'm talking like, it's gonna be a 25, 30 minute walk. And it's do something in the morning. And I'm thinking, yeah, my, my kids, there's no way. Yeah, cause I remember driving quite a ways to get to Jamaica when after we checked in. And I think we passed Old Port Royale as we were driving to Jamaica. And I remember we, so we went there in 2018 and that's when we stayed at the Caribbean beach. And then in 2019, when we went, we were staying at All Stars, but we went and visited the Caribbean beach resort. Yes. And then we went on the Skyliner and all of that was opened in 2019. It wasn't open there the first time we went. And I just remember walking into Old Port Royale and I was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. <laughs> I am in the Caribbean. Like I have been removed from Florida and now I am in the Caribbean. And I just like, <laughs> it just was amazing. Like they just did such a good job. So I just love that resort. I love that they moved that there because that never made sense to me that it was so separated mm -hmm. because the first time we went there was 2011, I believe. And it was just crazy. Like it didn't make any sense. The only thing that was in that building then was the food court area, like the quick serve oh, uh -huh. and the little store like shop. Yes. Mm -hmm. So much nicer, beautiful. Oh, definitely. So if you want to be by O Point Royale it's, and it's important to you, you need to consider reserving a preferred building, which is, of course, how we got it. Otherwise, you probably will are going to have to walk a lot, just like some of the other resorts that we've talked about. It does have a big span. And like she said, as big as the lake is, it's you're going to be walking a lot. So there you can take a bus. There is an internal shuttle as well. I, we're probably going to talk about that. And I took somebody's thing and I apologize about that. <laughs> But you just need to refer to the resort map when you make the reservations. The closest section is Martinique, buildings 26, 25, and 24. And the farthest away is Trinidad buildings, which are 37 through 39. The villages of Aruba and Jamaica are across the lake from Old Port Royal. Some of their buildings, 44 through 46 and 51 for 53, um, are reasonably close, but still maybe not as close as you want them to be with all the walking you're going to be doing in the park. So. You can always drive also or use an internal bus. Due to the size of the resort and how spread out it is, there are seven bus stops throughout the resort accessed by Disney's bus transportation. There is also an internal shuttle that runs daily to transport guests between the villages and Old Port Royale. 
a wheelchair accessible van is available at the resort for persons checking in or out. And um, with the bus stations, I I told this to Pamela because she was at Trinidad, which is one that's really, really far away. Right. But if the bus comes and it's full, then it'll just keep going and it won't pick up any more people. Right. And Aruba, that's the last village on the bus route. And so, especially if you're at Aruba, you might want to go over to Martinique or Old Port Royal bus station yes. so that you can get in on an earlier bus or on an earlier station. For years when Christmas was a semi-secret when we were going there, we were like the only people on the bus. And then the one year we got passed up by the, I think one or, I know at least one bus, it might've been two, Brad might be able to remember, but he had breakfast or he slept since then. So he may not be able to remember, but I do remember thinking, holy cow, last year we were the only four people on the bus. What in the world? We told too many people about Christmas and Disney. Well, and I, I liked how we mentioned before that if you're in Martinique, you're most likely closer to the Riviera Skyliner station than you are the Caribbean Beach Skyliner station. And if you go to the Caribbean Beach Skyliner station and you're heading to Epcot, you're going to stop at the Riviera. Like, so you might as well just walk over to the Riviera. Um, and so that's that's really I didn't even think about that like as far as like placement of the Skyliner um, stations. So there's some wor- working around this resort. Yep, that is true. You got to know the tricks, mm-hmm. secrets. So let's talk about room styles and the amenities. Now, although the common areas are all wheelchair accessible, it should be noted that there are no elevators at any of the village buildings, only stairs access. So guests who are unable to use stairs should request first floor rooms. And most rooms have two queen beds, though a few rooms with king size beds are available. Now up to four guests, one child under three in a crib are allowed per room. And cots are available at $15 per night. You can call to reserve those in advance. Now many rooms, but not all, have the ability to accommodate up to five with the addition of a child size fold down bed. Which is what you stayed in, right, Margie? Uh, yeah, we stayed in that one with, we fit six. There were six of us because Benjamin was under two at the time. And so that's how we were able to do the moderate resort because there were six of us. And I don't know, it was just, we can't stay at this resort now because there's too many of us. Right. But um, we loved that fold down bed. And the fact that it has Mickey sleeping in a hammock. Yes. At the Caribbean, like, and my son, Sammy, he is like the biggest Mickey fan. When we showed him a YouTube video of the resort that we were staying at, he just dreamt and counted down the days of when he was going to be able to sleep with Mickey on that pull-down bed. And he was really sad when he found out that we had to rotate the other kids, like that that our other two children also wanted to sleep with Mickey on the pull-down bed. So he had to like take turns, but he was fine with it in the end. But he just, that was the first thing he did when he went into the room was he pulled down that bed to make sure that Mickey was really there. And so I just thought that that was really cute. That is what, so we got those rooms right after the refurb and there was just four of us, but Joey did the same thing. He's like, what's this? He always is very, was, well, he's still very curious, but more so when he was younger. And I guess he was like 11. And he pulls that thing down and he's like, a lovely bed just for me. (laughs) And 
really he had started to take a growth spurt not he wasn't really really tall at that point i mean he's over six foot now but at that point he wasn't but really kaylee should have slept on that bed they were so excited to have their own beds he did the exact same thing he was so excited and i know he was not really comfortable after a while because his feet kind of hung off but oh, he, yeah. wanted, <laughs> he wanted to sleep with mickey and that's all he cared about yep. so yeah we let him but the next time we stayed in those uh resort rooms there was no way joey was sleeping in that little <laughs> no so the rooms also have two sinks outside the bathroom which makes mr brad's life so much happier he loves a two sink bathroom there's cable tv and radio there's an armoire table and chairs phone a small wall safe a hair dryer iron and ironing board a pack and play and a coffee maker i think the pack and play i'm pretty sure you have to request it doesn't just come in the room but they will get it in there for you and the other thing i want to say is depending on how thick your hair is i i've never met margie in person but i'm assuming her hair is thick like mine based on pictures and the hair dryer they have is very nice if you don't want to pack one but it's not for people with have very thick hair because it would take you years to dry your hair so i would agree with that i don't use a hair dryer but um yeah it's like really a small hair dryer it's not yet is, is it one is it the one that's like connected to the wall some of the rooms are but okay. i mean they're getting away from that i think yeah they're having issues with those i think you know or something they've decided they have them in the little black drawstring bags now oh, under the counter yes yes makes it seem um, fancy yeah that's probably why i do but it's not a lot of wattage so if you have really thick hair i would suggest you pack yours like i do and it weighs a lot so pack it on your carry-on just a heads up um <laughs> hair dryer do you have vicky <laughs> it's not even an expensive one it's just like a Wait, lot of wattage is that your workout every day like <laughs> blow drying your hair you say that your hair dryer is like super heavy like maybe i need to start blow drying my hair to get an <laughs> arm workout in every day <laughs> no i do not get a warm workout with my thing but it's just enough that it can put your it's like another pair of shoes for weight yeah no i understand <laughs> <laughs> So there should be a refrigerator in your room, but if not, you need to request it. There is no charge for that. Oh, interesting. Um, bed boards and bed rails are available, which is good because I didn't know that. So if you have small children sleeping in a big bed, they can have those so that they don't roll out in the middle of the night. You don't have to worry about that. Extra blankets and pillows. I definitely know about that because when our kids were younger, uh, there was some fighting in the middle of the night for extra over blankets and pillows, who had what. And so we just made sure right away everybody had their own. In fact, when we went on our girl trip in February, the moms and daughters, we all had our own blankets because not because we were fighting, just because we wanted our own blanket. Yeah, for sure. Um, they also have baby cribs. And if for some reason you are a diabetic and you need to be able to dispose of your needles or you have a reason that you have to take shots every day, I know sometimes infertility, you have to take shots. They have a sharps container. They will bring that to you from housekeeping so that you can dispose of those things safely. I had no idea that's what that was called. Um, and may I suggest this would be going for anybody staying at any resort going on any vacation if your child has a favorite blanket try your best to keep it at home and maybe like practice before you go on a vacation to, to practice with another blanket and say this is going to be our special vacation blanket. blanket yeah this is our special vacation blanket that's not as dear to your heart because eleanor's 
baby quilt that I made for her when I was still pregnant with her got mixed up with all the sheets and housekeeping didn't know that. And it has since been lost in the world of Disney World. So we have learned our lesson that we don't take special blankets on vacations. <laughs> so I'm just passing that on. Yes, so that you don't get the tears that Margie had. I had so many tears and I saw like sometimes thinking of the Caribbean beach it like just brings back some anxiety for me because of that but I still love the resort it was not their fault it was not our fault it was nobody's fault but I'm just giving that little bit of vacation advice to practice or say this is our vacation blanket or or even get like a Mickey one right and then some one that can be replaced that's all I'm saying Yes. She is now seven, and I have yet to replace a baby blanket quilt for her. <laughs> Maybe next year when all four kids are in school. That will be a project. Anyways, on to the Caribbean beach. A small number of rooms are pirate-themed, which is really unique to this resort. These rooms feature pirate ship-shaped beds and pirate-themed decor throughout the rooms, and all rooms open to a covered exterior and are roughly the same layout and size. Connecting rooms are available, and a small number of the rooms are designed specifically for wheelchair guests. One thing to point out about the pirate rooms, though, is they are in the Trinidad North and South buildings, which are the farthest removed buildings in the resort. So if you don't want to be walking a lot, maybe consider not doing a pirate themed bun room. But if you're okay with walking and you still want that pirate theme, then that's totally fine. I just want everybody to know that they are the farthest removed rooms from the resort. The other thing that I noticed, and I should have asked Pamela that, or maybe I did and I forgot, but if you are a taller person, I don't recommend these rooms because uh, Brad and Joey struggle with their feet hanging off the bed anyway. And the pirate's room, because there's the, the beds are shaped like a pirate ship. They are super cool. No, they are super, super fun. They just yeah. may be uncomfortable for taller people. Mm -hmm. So now that we've talked about the room styles, and the amenities, what's the damage to your pocketbook? Let's talk about that. So Caribbean Beach, it's a moderate resort, so it's not gonna be as much as deluxe, but you're still gonna pay, you know, a hefty price by normal standards, I guess. There's no charge for children under 17 when in the same room as the adults. But if you have more than two adults in the room, there's a $25 per night charge for each extra adult. And so there's a max of four per room, plus a child under three in a crib. Which you can get the pack and play with them. You don't have to bring your own crib unless you just like to do that and you're traveling by car. Yeah. So that was the, the little extra costs that you get tacked on for having more people in your room. So Vic, what about the actual overall cost here? So the rates vary by season and also by day of the week. And sometimes it's I feel like it's a lottery because I know when I was booking our trips and I was at the beginning, still trying to talk Mr. Brad into taking these trips. Now I don't really talk him into. He just wants to go. <laughs> you just book him and then you're like, hey, guess where we're going? Well, he he would say, well, how much is it today? Well, how much is it today? And literally within a couple of days, it might fluctuate 100 or $200. So that's why you're always safest booking. If it's at a, you think a low rate, I would book it. 
because we can always go back in if there's like a sale or something and change it up or whatever. But um, I didn't know that all this stuff at the time. I, I've learned secrets along the way. And we can also see like what the daily rates are. Yeah. For the whole year. The standard rate rooms start at $245 on the low end, and then they can go as high as $440 on the high end for a pirate room water view, which they are very cool. So if you have a boy that really likes pirate ships or likes Pirates of the Caribbean, I would recommend that. Sometimes there are special rates for annual pass holders, AAA members, or Florida residents. So make sure that when um, you call for reservations or you have one of us do it, remind us that you have that stuff so that we can make sure you get those special prices. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, the next topic is recreation. So let's talk about what's available at this resort. There are pools. Each Caribbean Beach Resort Village has a pool. Plus, there's the pirate-themed main pool at Old Port Royale with an adjacent wading pool and whirlpool. And all pools are heated, which makes for comfortable swimming year-round. We went in November, and we went swimming in November, and it was awesome. The Whirlpool is kept very toasty. Uh, you bring towels from your room. They are not available poolside except at the Old Port Royale pool. And housekeeping will be more than happy to replace towels taken from the room. Pool hours are seasonal, and only the main pool has lifeguards on duty during official operating hours. The main pool can get crowded on hot afternoons, and chair space is a premium. Is that a premium? However, village pools are rarely crowded, so you can try one of those if the main pool is full. And at the main pool, there's two pirate slides, or there's one pirate slide, and then there's another smaller slide as well. And the waiting pool off to the side is like a big splash pad for the little kids that they can go and like there's that bucket that like totally soaks them and um and I think isn't it uh the pool is a what do they call it when you just zero like entry zero entry yeah zero entry pool so it's really fun and then of course they're also going to have activities at the pool you just have to check the resort to see when the activities are but they'll do like games and sometimes characters will come and dance with you and it's just really fun yeah i think that uh i didn't realize that i know that all disney cast are called cast members the employees but i always call those the cruise directors because that's what i feel oh, like yeah. their, their job is totally feel like yeah all right so margie told us about pools and there are also beaches so each village has a white sandy beach on the lake. After all, this is Caribbean Beach Resort. So the beaches have lounge chairs and comfortable hammocks. Swimming is not allowed in the lake, obviously, for obvious reasons. Uh, however, you are invited to get wet at the adjacent village pools. There are small playgrounds located on the village beaches of Barbados, Jamaica, and Trinidad. I don't know if we ever went to the small playground in Jamaica. We never went to the small pool. We always went to the main pool. Right. But I, if you like a quiet pool time. Oh, yeah. And you're mm -hmm. just wanting sometimes like maybe your um, children are old enough that they can be playing in the pool and you can kind of lay out there and you just want to be by yourself as a family. I've seen that many, many times when we oh, yeah. pass those pools. Just a family had the whole pool to themselves. So yep. definitely a bonus. So bicycles, you can rent bicycles at the marina there, the 1.1 mile promenade that Margie talked about earlier that goes around the lake is for bicycling or for running. I saw a lot of runners, which we thought was interesting because, well, we didn't run at the time. 
really we don't run now we we can walk <laughs> places but uh we would say they're on vacation why are they running <laughs> aren't um, you getting enough in the parks yeah <laughs> so the, you can also get the surrey bicycles that we talked about for, at the yacht and beach club as well and those are fun they are designed to accommodate parties of two and four but again i'm recommending if you get the four one with two children make sure those children can help you pedal yes because otherwise you are going to be exhausted and you haven't even been to the park <laughs> um there's also volleyball at this resort there's a white sand a white sand volleyball court is located on the beach of barbados village volleyballs may be picked up at the marina building and resort ids are required so that's kind of fun very cool so obviously not as much recreation as at a deluxe because it is a moderate so there's a little bit less but you get what you pay for in the end our next topic is one of our favorites which is food glorious food <laughs> i love it i love it um old port royale features the center town market and it's open from 6 a.m to midnight breakfast selections you can get like bagels fruit Mickey waffles, eggs, and breakfast meats. Lunch and dinner include burgers, pizza, pasta, deli sandwiches, salads, and desserts. There's also Spyglass Grill, and that's a small quick serve spot near the Trinidad pool. It serves things like sandwiches, burgers, and some alcoholic and non-alcoholic drinks. There's also room service, pizza delivery available from 4 p.m. till 11.30 at night. So Sebastian's Bistro, now that's a full table service restaurant located in Old Port Royale. It is temporarily closed right now, but hopefully that'll be open soon once things get back to even more normal. It's open typically usually from 5 to 10 p.m., but advanced dining reservations are available. The Banana Cabana is the resort's main pool bar located near the Fuente del Moro pool, and it serves burgers and a certain assorted foods as well as a full bar menu and there's always soda vending machines in every village and ice machines are in every guest room building and brad knows this for a fact because brad is a soda fiend and he must have ice lots of it well and there's also the freestyle um machines for if you have a refillable mug yes like the souvenir mug at this resort. I don't think it's at any of the other resorts. They have, is it Coke Freestyle? Is that what it's called? Where you can like pick whatever, like peach Coke or vanilla Coke or oh, wow. vanilla cherry peach Coke. Now or... that's new. Cause I don't think they had that the last time we were there. So it's new because they brought those in when it was under construction. Oh. And n they never took them away. And so at least the last time I was there, they were still there. So that's just kind of another perk of staying there is that you get that, the freestyle, which is, I love those freestyle machines. They're super cool. And if they're not there, I do apologize. But the last time I was there, they were there. And when I looked on the map for my client, Pamela, they were listed as being there on the resort map. So during our resort review for the deluxe resorts, there was quite an extensive list of shopping venues available. Given that Caribbean Beach is a moderate resort instead of a deluxe resort, there's much less available on the shopping side of this. There is basically one main shop at Old Port Royale, which is the Calypso Trading Post. 
I think it's been that forever because I know it was there the first time we were there. And it sells sundries, souvenirs, Disney and Car Caribbean themed sportswear and a limited variety of groceries and snacks. And let me just tell you that we know for a fact that they carry flip-flops because Brad forgot to pack them. And they sell milk and donuts if you do if you can't get your family up in enough time to get breakfast. Oh, so there you, you can, go. Then you can just take it back to the room. And that was breakfast on the run. That's awesome. I would hope that they would sell flip-flops at the Caribbean Beach Resort. Well, I know. I just tease him because I'm like, did you bring your flip-flops? What do I need those for? No, you had your hair dryer. We had to keep our weight under limits. <laughs> of baloney because we had our own suitcases because <laughs> flip-flops weigh oh so much right. Right. you could have carried those in your backpack <laughs> I you could have worn them i like to travel in flip-flops especially now that you have to take your shoes off at security oh. oh i know i wear my mini mouse crocs for that because reason oh that's like super cute too okay i'll i'll give you that okay well now let's talk about how we get from point a to point b the Caribbean Beach Resort is a very large resort, like we've been talking about, and some rooms are quite far from Old Port Royale. Free bus service is provided from the Caribbean Beach Resort to Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Animal Kingdom, the water parks, and to Disney Springs. Bus stops are located at each village and at Old Port Royale. Buses run approximately every 20 minutes, usually more frequently from one hour before park opening to one hour after park closing. And you can budget about 45 to 60 minutes total for bus travel from your room to a theme park. <clears throat> this includes walking from your room to a bus stop, waiting for a bus, travel time on the bus, and walking from the theme park bus stop to the entrance gate. So just always take in that. Like if you want to get there for rope drop, you need to be leaving your resort room two hours before park opening. Yeah, just to be safe. So there is no direct service from Caribbean Beach Resort to the other resorts. You take a bus to a theme park or Disney Springs, then you change to a monorail boat or another bus, depending on where your destination is. Now, resort to resort travel can take well over an hour. Uh, buses to and from the theme parks and Disney Springs make stops at Old Port Royale and at all the Caribbean Beach villages. Now, some buses begin that loop at Martinique and continue on through the other ones and finally Barbados before they exit Caribbean Beach. And others begin at Jamaica and continue through the route and end at Trinidad. There's really no strong reasons to prefer one village over another other than what we've already talked about so far. As far as based on transportation specifically, there's not really a strong reason either way, except for what Margie was saying. Like you might be at one of the villages that you have to wave bye-bye as they go by if it's full. That's the only thing. So there, there is some gotchas there. You just gotta, it depends on where you're going. I mean, I don't know, sometimes like if you're in Jamaica, you might even want to just like hop on the um, Skyliner, go over to the Riviera and get on the Riviera bus to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom. Yes. You know, because the Riviera has one bus stop, whereas Caribbean Beach has multiple bus stops. Um, so if you're for like if you're in Jamaica, that might be a good option for you or. Yep. Or if you're in Martinique, well, Martinique is one of the beginnings of the bus route anyway, so it would be fine. But I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So bottom line is if closeness to a bus stop is an mm -hmm. issue for you, you just need to ask that upfront when you're booking 
and tell them or ask them if they can get you close to a bus stop. They will do it if they can. They just won't promise. They don't promise it. Correct. Yeah. And like as mentioned earlier as well, there's also an internal bus that stops at each village in Caribbean Beach. And I think it circles the resort twice before leaving. And obviously, if you bring a car or rent a car, there's ample parking at this resort. Oh, there's so much parking. Yeah, you won't have an issue with that. And of course, like getting around as well, we've mentioned it multiple times that this is a Skyliner resort. It is wonderful. The Skyliner is amazing, but you have to realize that there's going to be some wait time. You need to figure that in. So don't, if you're wanting to be at Epcot at 11 when they open, you can't just show up at 10 a.m. That's what we did. And the line to get on the Skyliner was an hour. So we waited. Oh, wow. an, yeah. So we waited an hour to get on the Skyliner. And uh, I saw the person was doing aerial views of it. And they were showing that the lines are getting longer and longer now because the capacity is getting higher. So they're saying, if you drive, you may want to consider driving to the park or you may want to consider taking a bus or an Uber because if you're wanting to be there right when they open, they can't guarantee that because they can only make the Skyliner run so fast. And there's always a little bit of a backup at the Riviera. I don't know if you noticed that, but there's not a special stop for to take handicapped people on and off like there is at the Epcot one and at Hollywood Studios and, and the Caribbean Beach. They have a special place where you can get a handicapped person on and off and there's little to no like bump in yeah, the service. Uh -huh. But there was a lot of that when we were there in February and there was a lot of complaints. Now, I will tell you that since we left Pop Century that time, but you see you take Pop Century to Caribbean Beach, so you're still dealing with that yep. traffic. Yep. That's actually really good to know. I mean, that is really good to know. Every time we've gone to the Skyliner, we've just gotten right on and I didn't right. even like think about the lines. And that's even better to know, especially for those who are staying at Pop and Art of Animation because you still have to stop and get off, off and on again. On and off again at the Caribbean Beach Resort to get on to the Hollywood Studios line. Do you have to get off if you're going to Epcot from Pop? Do you still have to get off at Caribbean yes. Beach? Yes, because, because it's two separate things. Right. That's right. Okay. And so <laughs> while it's very cool and it is awesome, I will say that, but you need to factor that into your wait time. Yes. You, you need do. to be prepared for that. And so the one day that we got there, or the second day that we went there, the line was longer than the day before that we had waited an hour to get on to go to Epcot. And we're like, no. So we just, I know Kaylee thought I was crazy. I'm like, we're just gonna walk to Old Point Riel. It's gotta be close to here. Cause it's, you know, close to the hub. And so she's like, how would you know? And I said, I don't know. I'm trying to feel this out. We haven't been here in a while. So we, <laughs> I just walked across the bridge and I'm like, oh yeah, it's right over there. No problem. And we just walked and- got on a bus. No, we actually took an Uber because the buses oh. weren't available. That was oh, the one wow. thing in the winter months. They were not running the buses and the Skyliner. And I think that was a mistake. Uh, but yeah. they are running the buses because when Betsy went, was it Betsy that went back or someone went after me and they had bus and the Skyliner as an option. And that's what I think it needs to be all the time. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Thank you, Margie and Brad, for helping me dive deeper into the Caribbean Beach Resort today. It was a lot of fun. I learned some new things and I hope that you did too. And I especially hope that this was helpful to the listeners because that is the real reason we're doing this is so they understand these resorts better and are able to choose what is right for their families. 
A few final reminders before we sign off. Please email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com with questions or comments to book a trip, to get a free quote, or if you're interested in being a guest on our show. It only takes a $200 refundable deposit to hold your reservation, so contact us today. Again, that email address is mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. You can also check us out on our Facebook page, the Mousecapades podcast, or our Your Story Travel TikTok account at Your Story Travel. Be sure to listen to Wednesday's show as we dish the latest rumors and news and chat with the gang. As always, thanks for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Well, you guys, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. Just keep swimming. Have a magical day, my friends. 